Welcome to the Impact Multiplier CEO Podcast. If you're a chief executive, or if you think like one, and you want to create exponentially greater impact, then this show is for you. My name is Richard Metcalf, founder of X Quadrant. I coach some of the most successful and impressive CEOs and executive teams on the planet and help them achieve extraordinary results. And no matter how successful you've been in the past, there's always a whole new level of impact available to you. So if you're ready to play a bigger game than ever before, I invite you to join us and become an Impact Multiplier CEO. In this episode, I speak with Thomas Jamy, who is the CEO of IPG Media Brands France, which is the fastest growing media agency group in the country. Uh, and we dive into this question of how can you be a benevolent and a strategic leader? We look at uh, what are the factors that have driven Thomas's own personal impact, um, how he managed to turn around what was quite a difficult situation for the company, um, and um, how do you actually maximize the impression that you make in every single interaction to create a compound effect that really serves you and the mission that you're on. So uh, enjoy this conversation uh, with Thomas Jamy of IPG Media Brands France. Hello, Thomas. Uh, good morning. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> I'm great, thank you. Um, well, thank you for joining me. Um, I'm excited to, to have this conversation um, because I know that you know, you've had a really interesting uh, career with, you know, both as, as a CEO and, you know, in your, your, your current role, uh, as well as actually having an entrepreneurial background as well. Um, today, we're going to dive into your success formula and find out what your personal strategy is for creating impact. But before we do that, why don't you kind of give us a quick summary of who you are, um, you know, what your company is, and just a little bit about that journey, about how did you come into the CEO role? Sure. Thank you, Richard, for this opportunity. So I'm very, uh, very happy to participate to this, uh, to, to this great uh, podcast program. So um, my name is Thomas Jamais. I'm the Chief Executive Officer for uh, Media Brands uh, for France. So Media Brands is the media arm of uh, IPG, IPG being uh, the fourth communication group uh, worldwide. And, uh, and when I say media arms, uh, is the, um, the, the, the media agencies uh, mm -hmm. and the, um, the specialists in digital uh, in programmatic, uh, in uh, performance uh, agencies of IPG Group. And so in France, we are uh, 150 people um, and uh, I'm um, leading this operation for six years now. And before that, um, I worked uh, nearly 10 years at Publicis Media. So uh, I was inside um, this big French group, uh, which is Publicis Group. And uh, I was leading the, uh, the, the, the strategy and uh, then uh, content, branded content, branded entertainment and everything around uh, creativity and media. And before that, <laughs> I started to... Uh, uh, to, to work uh, in this uh, great industry, which is the media agency industry at Karat, uh, part of uh, Densu Group, which is not Japanese, but uh, it, it was, uh, and it is still a big French uh, local agency. So this is my, uh, my professional background. And before that, I was, uh, um, I'm, uh, I'm uh, graduated in uh, political science uh, at Sciences Po Paris. And I also studied law and, uh, and uh, social. <laughs> I'm a fan of uh, philosophy and sociology. 
Absolutely brilliant. So yeah, so you've had a you know really in, kind of interesting career, both as obviously running a, a mid-sized organization with several hundred people, but also being part of these, you know, very large groups as well. Um and I know as well, I think we, I spotted something on LinkedIn that you're also a fan of Freddie Mercury. Um yeah. I think I spotted that somewhere. So um anyone who's listened to this podcast more than a few episodes finds out that I try to squeeze a queen into every episode as a bit of a theme. So <laughs> like that. It's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. I normally try to find at least some queen quote to slip into every episode. We'll see whether I manage to do it in this episode or not. It's a challenge I set myself. Um, so let's dive straight in, shall we, uh, Thomas? So um, you've had these different roles and, you know, you're now running the, the French operation with, you know, with the P&L responsibility and everything else. What would you say is your little success formula? Mm. So what are the one to three factors which represent, you know, your genius zone, right? Which have really driven your impact in the business mm. up to now? So I will say, um, first of all, uh, it's a very interesting question because it's very um, introspective. <laughs> so, um, uh, but it, it's something that uh, uh, comes out in every of the, uh, you know, 360 um, mm -hmm. uh, exercises I, I, I am doing every year, which I think it's, uh, it's a very interesting ex exercise. And uh, I encourage everyone to, to do that because sometimes you see things that you don't want to see and it's very good to improve. Um, and uh, I would say that... Uh, um, the, the key success, I would say, is passion, uh, because to drive uh, people, to drive a company, to drive uh, uh, also, you know, the, the business success with, with clients, with multiple stakeholders and everything, uh, and especially in our media, advertising, communication, digital industry, uh, I think the key factor is to be a passionate. You know? mm. If you don't like what you do, honestly, it's impossible. And uh, you have to have this extra uh, uh, energy and passion uh, and to try to uh, wa wanting to learn something new every day. You know, this is exactly the, the, the promise I did to, to myself. Uh, how can I learn something new every day? How can I improve myself um, mm -hmm. also, you know, at, at the same time? Because uh, we have the chance and I have the, the, the big chance. I'm very lucky to be part of an industry which is a uh, uh, changing every day you know we, we have we are in the middle of uh, of of technology of uh, content of uh, you know the, the publishers the the, the new formats the, the new uh, the brands uh, you know audiences so it's a kind of uh, an, an amazing chance that i don't want to to miss of course to make sure that uh, you know with my passion i can i can you know drive myself and be able to be as motivated as I can personally, you know, to wake up every morning and to, to do the same for nearly 20 years now. But it's never the same, actually. So, <laughs> yeah. But it's always changing. It's always different every day. So, yeah, I, I love that. And I say a lot of my clients I find are in tech or, or media or other fast-changing industries. I think it's actually the speed of change yeah. that is kind of um, almost the most interesting part of things and I love this focus on passion I mean I describe it almost as commitment because I think a lot of people I would say are over obligated yeah and under committed and I think passion you know when you say passion it creates it's also the sense of ownership uh, and um and a commitment yeah. uh which I think in my clients I see you know when you're really committed to creating impact yeah, in your you know, environment, you, you go the extra mile. Exactly, because you know, if you love your job, you, you, it's not work. You know, it's it's yeah. uh, it's something which is which belongs to you and uh, which is a part of you. So I think it's uh, I think it's it's one of the key uh, the, the, the key factors. I, I would say. 
Okay, so I've heard a passion. I've heard about this drive to learn something new yeah. every day and, and take advantage of the, the changing um, situation. Is there, is there anything else you would say yeah. would drive so, your impact? Something else also I'm trying really to, to do, and uh, it, it looks like it's, it, it comes also uh, back from the, the, the 360s and the discussions and uh, I have uh, for, for, for many years now, is uh, I'm, I'm really trying to, um, to be, uh, you know, uh, the, um, as, as a leader also, um, try not to lead uh, as a boss, uh, you know, by saying I, by saying I want, by, you know, trying uh -huh. to, uh, I trust people and I make sure that, uh, you know, they are the best of their potential uh, because of the trust and because also of the fact that uh, benevolence, you know, uh, is absolutely, mm -hmm. you know, and I think that uh, we can see that in, in these days, uh, it's, it's, um, it's the, one of the major values uh, that can be, uh, you know, uh, uh, accepted by teams, mm. accepted by people. And I think being being normal, being not a, a boss, which is, uh, you know, frightening people, trying to command, trying to mm. give orders, trying to threaten sometimes, which is, I think, the old way and the old world uh, uh, to be a boss, you know. But I think yes. being, a, being a leader is also to be, uh, to inspire people, to make sure that mm. uh, they, can, they can come to see you. you know, and sometimes it's a bit, you know, uh, it, it can cause problems also, you know, because if you are too uh, accessible or if you are, you know, trying not to, to put any, uh, I would say, distance with uh, everyone in the company, um, sometimes people think that you are too nice, you know, mm. uh, or you are too uh, naive or everything. But at the end of the day, I think trusting people and make the choice every day of trusting everyone and make sure that you can be accessible, you know, as a, as a, as a leader. Yeah. Uh, and not, uh, you know, like the bus in the seventh floor that yeah, no, yeah. nobody can see. I think it's yeah. a bad choice to, to do that. And I think by being normal, being at the same level of everyone, uh, I think it's the best way to make sure that, uh, that people will be, will be happy. Yeah, I, I love your comment about the, you know, avoiding the I want, I, you know, I demand this kind of thing, because uh, you're right, the world has changed. I think the, there was a situation where people would put up with a bad boss because they were, well, you know, I just need to suffer for this and then I'm going to get there myself and then I've got my job for life. And I think people just know now jobs are not as secure as they were um, and people aren't prepared to put up with a bad boss. Yeah. You know, if, if they're good people, they will often rapidly decide they don't want to work for this boss they can get another job right and um and so i think that's one of the shifts that's kind of been happening and i think you're right about the the challenge of accessibility right it's 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 um uh, if you're not accessible then it's really hard to lead your people uh, on the other hand it can become you know if you're overly accessible there's a trap in that yep. as well um okay. so okay. so we've got passion learning trusting people um, is there anything else you'd add to the mix as a final element? Yeah. I, I would say also it's um, something which is also important is that uh, you, you, you have to make an impression. And uh, by, by that, I mean that, um, you know, we, we are in a, in a, um, in, in, in a world uh, where uh, you have to have values. You have to make sure that these values are also performed uh, by um, um, every one of us. And by that, I'm, 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 I'm saying that um, you also have to make sure that you give people something. Uh, and I, I would say to, 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 the, to the teams, but also to clients uh, or to uh, many people or many stakeholders we can have in this industry, um, you know, to, to try to make an impression every time you see somebody. You know, mm -hmm. I mean by that, that's um, every time you have, uh, uh, I have, uh, I'm trying to do that, you know, it's not 
always easy, but every time I have, you know, a, a conference call or a Teams call or a Zoom call or a discussion with someone or a lunch when we had lunch a long time ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, remember those? They were good, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I did that also this morning with, with a client having a breakfast on, on Teams this morning, trying to give something to, to the people you have in front of you, trying mm. to, to leave them with something to think about, you know, whether it is something that, uh, it's not always has to be prepared, you know, it's not something that has to be, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, with, uh, you know, uh, it's not something that has to be worked. It's something that in the discussion, I think that giving is the best way to receive also, you know, and I think mm. that if you are uh, uh, letting every of your interlocutors, every, at every Zoom session or team session, if, even if there are 20 people or 100 people in the, in the room, maybe try, I'm always trying to, to say something which will be a, um, something that the people will, uh, will have a thought about and say, oh, okay, it's interesting. And sometimes it, it comes to uh, being, talking to something else, you know, uh, of, of, of something else, I, I, must, yeah. uh, I must say. Uh, if you're having a business discussion with a client, for instance, it's uh, talking about personal stuff, you know, talking about yeah. uh, a movie, a TV series, a book, uh, politics mm. uh, and, and I think it's something that creates relations in yeah. the world that is so many you know we have so many contacts so many friends on, on uh, Facebook on contacts on LinkedIn or whatever but it, it creates a link with people and I think people uh, won't, won't forget this and uh, it's something I, I, I'm, I'm doing naturally because I love discussion I love you know mm. people and trying to to connect but uh, uh, I think it's important to, to, to give to, to receive yeah, I, I love the um, I love that idea of really being intentional about yeah. making an impact uh, in each in each moment, right? Which I think is what you what you're saying here. Um, uh, it's easy it's easy to forget, right? And and but if you actually say slow down and say every interaction, how do I add value to that person? Exactly, exactly. Then things rack, rack up. That's that's great. So let me ask you. Um, um, Perhaps just to look at the dark side, right? So normally, you know, every gift we have, uh, there's a bit of a dark side, right? That occasionally, you know, will kind of come back and, and cause us to stumble. So I guess, you know, what's the dark side of being somebody who's, you know, who's passionate, who's always learning, who trusts people, who's focused on benevolence, um, you know, who's trying to be normal and accessible, um, and he's trying to make, you know, make an impression on every interaction. I mean, that sounds great, but you know, is, is there a dark side, something which you feel has in the past perhaps held you back? Yeah, I think the dark side is uh, you can be very tired. <laughs> so you have, to, you have to have a lot of energy to, to be able to, uh, to, to do this uh, and trying to catch uh, the, the positive uh, uh, of everything. Uh, and I would say that if you are, um, uh, I would say, uh, snowed on, under uh, negative stuff, uh, then it can be very, um, very uh, exhaustive. Uh, uh, and you can be very exhausted uh, if mm. you are not, uh, you know, able to see the positivity of everything. So I would say that uh, sometimes, and it's not you know, often something that, that people can see, and especially in my work, uh, mm. uh, you know, contacts or whatever, um, is, is sometimes you can be very um, internally pessimistic, even if uh, uh, at, at the uh, uh, external part of people can mm. see, you seem positive, but internally you say, oh my God. And, and you, you start to, to see the, uh, the, the half uh, glass rather than the, half empty, the, yeah. Yeah, the, the empty glass. So I think that sometimes um, when you are trying to catch the positive lights, 
when you begin to doubt and when you began to see the dark uh, part of it, uh, then it can be very uh, destructive and you can begin to feel very, uh, very exhausted. <laughs> so, so, Hello, it's Richard here with a quick interlude. These conversations are all about upgrading how you think about creating impact. So here's a resource to help you do just that whilst staying fast and focused. The CEO's Checklist for Challenging Times is a quick way to enhance your thinking and detect blind spots, even when things are moving incredibly fast and you're not sure what's going to happen next. You can get this powerful checklist of 17 world-class strategies by heading to xquadrant.com forward slash go forward slash challenging times checklist with a hyphen between each of those three last words. Now, Back to the conversation. So what you're saying there, Tom, if I understand, is you're trying to like be benevolent and support everybody yeah. else, but that probably they give you all their issues and their negatives. Exactly, and, yeah. and, and so you don't, have, you don't necessarily have the person yourself to yeah. support you in that. Exactly. And, and trying to be, you know, very positive can be also uh, something that could be, uh, could be very uh, heavy to carry because uh, mm-hmm. when you, 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 you carry a kind of uh, <clears throat> a weight of positivity you give it to people and uh, sometimes people are not positive and cannot receive something positive you know and then then it starts to uh, to be uh, to be uh, you know uh, heavier than if it was uh, something uh, i would say uh, negative that you give to people you know because when right. you give something negative you're not giving you're just uh, spreading your negativity or, yes. or reducing people's chance. When you are giving positivity, when you are giving something positive, when you are giving hope, um, and we are trying, you are trying to uplift people. Um, it's not easy because uh, it costs you every time. And what are some of the strategies that you've tried to use to keep yourself energized and positive? Yeah, so I would say that. Uh, Sometimes, the, you know, you can talk about uh, habits or you, we can talk about, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, little stuff. But I, I love to talk about rituals because really it's that. Uh, I think uh, something which is uh, very important to me uh, and, and it can be very, um, you know, um, small stuff. Mm. Uh, for people, it will be, uh, you know, practicing yoga. For others, it will be, uh, you know, drinking a lot of coffee or uh, doing sport or whatever. <laughs> uh, for, for me, it's reading. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, this is something that I'm, I'm trying to do, uh, of course, every day, which is absolutely key for me. And it's mm-hmm. uh, it's my yoga. You know, <laughs> reading yeah. is a way for me to be uh, to be able to uh, to to travel um, elsewhere, uh, to live in different uh, um, worlds. Also, because I'm a fan of uh, fantasy and uh, science fiction, um, and um, it's not it's not something to say that, that I could be, you know. Uh, um, I would say trying to escape the reality. It's much more to uh, uh, to be at the moment on the during your your putting your brain on off. You know, so you are you are not thinking. You are not. Um, I would say trying to elaborate something. You are receiving informations, and and for a moment it's good. <laughs> so I think it's it's my, yeah. my my ritual will be to uh, to to open a book uh, every morning and to make sure that I have the time to do this. Uh, so it's not easy with kids when you have kids no. or when you have a, you have a, to walk the dog also you have a call in the, at seven in the morning or uh, uh, to travel when we had travel of course uh, <laughs> but especially I, this is why I loved to uh, to to travel uh, a lot yeah. uh, hopefully it will come back uh, at some points of course uh, we have to do that with the uh, taking care of the of the environment but uh, you know 
open a book in a, in the Eurostar to go to London or in a yeah. plane. It, it's wonderful. So I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to do that uh, as you know yeah. as soon as I can. Yeah, I love it. I think you know as a leader we need to find those uh, rituals the the energizers that keep yeah. us energized because you can't give it if you haven't got it. If you haven't got oh, energy, you oh, can't give it out. Um, and and I think you're right that changing and really like sometimes. Yeah, my, my kids laugh at me because, um, you know, I, I'll either be reading like some business book about strategy or leadership or any of the stuff that I, I do, or I'll like, they'll do a joke, or I'll be reading about, you know, dragons or spaceships, as, as you said, right? But the point is, it also takes you into a different place and gets you out of the very analytical way of thinking, yeah, which can be it, valuable. It also gives you a part of uh, childhood, you know? And yeah, I think, uh, I think reading reading this kind of uh, of book is uh, is something which uh, which is very important to me. You know, so I'm I'm trying to to uh, yeah to select the book very carefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so, so I mean, that's talking a little bit about energy. Um, but let's jump into one of the other impact multipliers, um, which is around um, accelerating learning. Right, yeah. this is all about building leaders, building high performing teams changing mindsets in yourself or the organization and i know that you know we were talking earlier about uh, how you rebooted uh, media brands in france and that was like a transformation that you that you kind of led do you want to tell us a bit about that and what you learned about shifting learning and mindsets across the team so um yeah it's a very interesting question because uh uh, it's really related to uh, the, uh, the what, what I what I did in the past six years at at Media Brands, definitely. Uh, and uh, so first, I had the chance to uh, to have uh, uh, to be part of a group that uh, that is giving chances. And uh, I've been recruited by uh, um, my boss at the time, uh, who is still in, still in the group, but uh, number two of uh, of Media Brands worldwide now. And uh, he said to me, you know, it, it's 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 your business. It's like it's like it's your company, you know. Do your stuff, and uh, he said he said to me, which I was a bit uh, surprised at the beginning. Uh, oh, if, if if you don't see me, uh, it means that it's okay, you know. <laughs> it means yeah. that there is no problem, which was a bit. But by the way, it's an absolutely uh, great way to 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 say to people that you trust them. Yeah. Uh, but he also gave me some some advices, uh, and uh, and this is something I, I did also naturally when I uh, arrived. At this uh, at this position, uh, because we were in a bad place, you know, we were in a very very bad place. We we didn't uh, win new business for many years. Uh, the company lost many clients. Uh, it was like a kind of a, it was a mess for many reasons, bad and and and, and good reasons also because the, uh, I think you know in France especially we are very very dominated by big French players like Publicis, mm. where I was. Of course, I yeah. knew that. Um, and um, and sometimes the competition is not very uh, very uh, I would say uh, um, with a lot of it's not very equitable. <laughs> mm -hmm. So you, you have to, to 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 figure out that you won't be the biggest. So yeah. if you are not the biggest, because it's impossible for now, maybe tomorrow, but for now it's impossible. You have to be the smartest. Right. So it means that you you have to make sure that um, you have a way which is very clear. And that you want to achieve this, 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 and this in the past, in the, the next um, uh, four to five years. Uh, and so uh, my boss at the time, uh, he asked me to do a, a five years plan. And it's the most interesting stuff I did uh, in, in, in my personal uh, uh -huh. professional career, because it's something that I presented to the, uh, to, 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 to the people of Media Brands in France by saying, okay, this is the story. 
This is the plan. We will do this in year one, year two, year three, year four, year five. And you know what? It happens. It happened exactly as I write, as I wrote it, you know? Right. And sometimes it was a bit scary because um, it, it looked like, you know, I came back to this document and say, oh, yes, yeah. so, so we did it, you know? We did almost, not 100%, but I would say 80 to 90% of what mm -hmm. we we say we will we will do at this time. We, we, we achieved it. And so I guess that uh, accelerate learning uh, and uh, in, in your question or how you create a high-performing team or... It is, is to say to them, okay, we are here, we will go there. Yeah. And to go there, we need this and this and this. And so you, you just explain the plan. You just explain the, the, the strategy and the vision. Yeah. But I think to be able to, to focus what will happen in the five next years is a very interesting exercise. And I think for me, um, I'm also trying to, to do that because uh, I learned a lot from my uh, past boss at Publicis, uh, which, by the way, joined me uh, for, for three years at uh, at Media Brands, um, Sébastien Danet was the CEO of Publicis Media. And uh, I always admire his ability to, you know, he's like a chess player, you know, to, to, uh, to think about the next step after the next step, you know. So it's a bit like, okay, so if I take this decision or do this move, if yeah. I go left or go right, then this will happen and maybe this, and then you can, you know, you can start to elaborate right. the plan because you see exactly where it goes. And if you know where you are heading, people will follow. No, and be a yeah. part of it. Yeah, I love that. Um, there is a principle called uh, the five moves principle, yeah. you know, which is often like try to boil it down to what are the five key moves. It might be like the five key years. Like, well, yeah, yeah. to get from A to B, yeah, yeah. the five key moves. And yeah. um, often, one of the things I find when I work with, for example, executive teams, um, actually, they might even have for the business that. Mm -hmm. Right. They might understand, uh, you know, in terms of the business, what we need to achieve this. Um, often what they don't have is it as it relates to how they deliver as a team and how do they come together? Um, and actually, like, what are the five moves that we need to make as people and as a leadership team to deliver at a higher level and actually accomplish this? And I find that when you have the, the kind of the business strategy and the um and the team strategy reinforcing each other, then it's really interesting. Yeah, and I, I mean that if you have this um, transform, transformative thinking, and uh, you know, if you want something in life, it, it will, it will, it will happen to you. You know, so mm. if one individual wants something, and if a hundred uh, individual wants the same thing, then you have a uh, hundred chance more that it will happen. You know, yeah. so it's it's definitely a question of energy. So it's managing the energy of people. And when I, I, I say to people that I'm a chief executive officer, actually a chief energy officer, because you, you, have, to, you have to gather the energy of, uh, of, of the teams and make sure that as one, we are heading into the same direction. Because if there are you know, political uh, issues or uh, people don't, don't like uh, them, you know, inside you can have conflicts and everything, then it don't work. You know, yeah. if, you, if, you, if you try to get rid of that, and, and if you have 100 people wanting the same thing, then you, are, you can be sure it will happen. Yeah, I love that. Chief Energy Officer. You're right. It's managing yeah. the energy and commitment of people. Um, at the end of the day, when you release people into their best work, yeah. you can get out of the way, right? It's going to happen. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, so Chief Energy Officer. I'll definitely put that somewhere on, this, uh, <laughs> on, the, on the blog post. Uh, let's, um, let's talk about the future. Um, this can be a bit vulnerable for people, right? Because um, 
as I like to say, it was most most of my clients, they're like you, you know, you're flying at this high level, you know, you've you've kind of achieved a lot, you know, you're the CEO of the of France. Um uh, and you've obviously found the success formula, which is working and delivering results in the business, right? You turned around this business, um, you know, you made delivered on the five-year plan. Um, I'm always curious to look at what's the next level, right? How you might you want to reinvent your success formula and multiply your own impact in the coming months or years. So I guess the question is, you know, just to muse a little bit and reflect a little bit, what are you going to have to do differently yourself in the future? Uh, How's your own success formula going to need to shift? What comes to mind as I say that? So um, I think that... um... It's a, it's a very interesting question and uh, feeling vulnerable is very important also because, you know, it's uh, it, it's part of the reflection you can have on, on, on yourself. So I would say that maybe um, what I will do differently in, in the future, it's uh, it's maybe also to take, uh, you know, the best advantage of the, uh, what, what you call the secret sauce or the secret formula, mm. but uh, it is because to, to make more, to be more impactful and to make sure that you have the right um, I will say um, uh, impression on, on people and, and whatever you have to be a, a bit more uh, clearer uh, and sometimes you know I think one of my um, the, um, bad sides or maybe my, my biggest uh, default is to to make sure that people understood exactly what I wanted to do and uh, and sometimes you know you, you have this idea in mind so it's very clear for you in your head mm, yeah and so you you expect that the, the people uh, understood exactly the same thing and sometimes now it's it's not clear because uh, uh, because some, sometimes you are not formulated it uh, very clearly um, or it's too obvious or it's too you know and when, when you are very busy and doing many many things and in the same day at the same time uh, sometimes you 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 mm. lose a little bit of uh, clarity you know right and uh, and I think I, I want to be uh, more uh, clear and more uh, I would say uh, um, explaining more stuff, mm. uh, m- maybe a bit more, you know, be more in, in the pedagogy, or or maybe in the uh, in in the way also myself, I can reinvent myself, but by make sure that you know when I'm giving a feedback, it's very clear. It's not mm. oh it's okay or it's good or no no it's uh, it, why is it good why is it and sometimes when you are too too busy or too uh, occupied, you you can tend to um, to think that people understood what you mean yeah. and uh, sometimes yeah. it's not it's not the case so i think yeah i can promise myself that i will be more uh, make sure that everything is very clear and mm-hmm. that uh, you know everything is um, is is shared yeah, i think it's a, it's a good um, it's a good insight i think often people you know one of the lead, when you're a visionary leader it can be hard to um to get everything out in your head out in a way that other people who don't necessarily come at the world at the same at the same level, you know, perhaps they're more operationally focused. Yeah, how do they connect your thoughts to reality? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think once we get that sorted, then it allows people then to execute, right? But often where there's a mismatch and when delegation becomes hard and when issues become hard, it's because, oh, actually we didn't yeah. didn't quite align at the start. I said something, yeah. but they heard something different. Exactly. And I think sometimes it's also, uh, you know, um, it, it, but it, it, it could be hard, you know, because it's... Uh, it's, mm. it's, a, it's a really effort to make sure that uh, it's crystal clear, you know. And yes. sometimes it, when it's a, a bit in between the lines or a bit gray, so 
you know, it's 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 a bit like giving a, 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 a bad feedback. You know, for many years I was, uh, you know, in, in the 360 uh, studies, yeah. surveys, and everything on the feedbacks I had, is that um, I was very bad on giving bad feedback. You know, I was right. bad on saying to people it's not good, right. it's, not, it's not okay. So I'm, I forced myself to do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Then it, it, and I think I realized it's much better because um, it was clearer. You know. It's, it's exactly the same, you know, you have to force yourself sometimes. Yeah, I, I think um, what I found about feedback is actually making it really neutral, in fact, but just very, very fact-based. And then it takes it out. It's not good or bad. It's just this is actually yeah, the exactly. observation. Exactly. Hey, so uh, we're kind of running out of time, but I'd just love to, first, before we finish, uh, it's been a great conversation. Thank you for, um, for sharing some of these insights. Uh, if people want to find out more about you, get in touch or find out more about media brands, how do they do that? I think definitely on LinkedIn, uh, it's a, it's a great way to, 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 to connect. Uh, but I, uh, I think, I think it's the best. Uh, otherwise, you know, I think Twitter is also a great, uh, a great way to connect, you know, some for business leads or for contacts or for anything. So I would say professionally, it's, it's that. Uh, and, uh, and definitely it's a great tools to use. Perfect. Many thanks for that. Well, hey, well, let's leave it there, Thomas. It's been great speaking and, um, all the best for the future. Sounds like you've got, um, a new level as you get clearer and, um, and more specific and get back into that genius zone, right? Which seems to be working so well for you. Thank you, Richard. Many thanks. Take care now. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Now let's talk about you. When you're in top leadership, when you're in the biggest role of your career, who supports you at a deep level as you lead others? Who helps you multiply your impact and get to the next level? If you're ready to learn more about our content, our coaching, and our community, then visit us at xquadrant.com.